Welcome to the one, the only, Tap Out Talk. I'm your host, Brian Adkins, and we're going to go over the Broken Skull Sessions and what could be. Hit the music. First up, welcome again to the show. Today we got a great one for you. As you know, here on Tap Out Talk, we have been starting a new series, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Broken Skull Sessions. And what we're doing in this show is we're going over and we are watching the podcast. And this is the podcast of the podcast. But today we decided to do a little special piece article and something a little different for you. So what we're going to do today is a countdown video because, you know, people are sucker for countdown videos and I am too. So we are going to do a countdown video of the Broken Skull Sessions top 10 guests that have not appeared and that we would like to see and that would make interesting conversations on Austin's show. So without further ado... Let's go to number 10. Coming in at number 10 is the one and only Kevin Nash. Now, Austin and Nash have crossed paths before, but this is one entry that's a little more about the guest career than any connection they've had as a host. So Kevin is one of the most charismatic people to ever step foot in a wrestling ring, and I would love to hear him tell all his stories on a show like Austin's. Nash has had plenty of frustrations with his way in the early 90s WCW run and how that went, even hearing some stories of how he actually played the Grand Wizard of Oz at one point in time. He jumped to the WWF and saw a huge rise from silent bodyguard for Shawn Michaels to becoming a WWF champion and one of the biggest stars in that era. Then, of course, his game-changing jump back to WCW and forming the NWO along with Scott Hall and Hollywood Hawk Hogan. It would be fun for Austin and Nash to just talk about that era and specifically, you know, as the NWO was largely the reason WCW started dominating in the Monday Night War, only to rise um, when Austin helped the WWF win that war and put it to an end. So it'd be interesting to see this matchup. I think um, Nash has a lot of charismatic you know, to him. So I feel like he's going to be like a good, you know, easy interview for Austin on his podcast. So that's my number 10 coming in next. Number nine is going to be Becky Lynch. So let's uh, talk about this for a minute. And even though um, I feel like this one's pretty simple, Austin has already had two of the four horsewomen um, from the group on this show already. So let's just keep moving and have Becky Lynch on the show too. You could uh, easily have this section be for Charlotte Flair as well. Um, I just happen to like Becky a little bit more, and I think she would be more of an interesting story. Um, so that's why I listed her. Austin's well-known fan of these women and what they've been able to accomplish. So I don't think that there's any doubt that the four, you know, all four of them really would end up as a guest on his show before it's said and done. Also, Becky's rise to popularity was a lot like Austin's. Um, here you see a picture of Bloody Face Becky, right, from that SmackDown invasion on Raw. Well, that was when she, I believe, had her nose broken. And um, 
very similar to what Austin went through at WrestleMania 13 with Bret the Hitman Hart and the blood running down his face and the crimson mask, as they call it. So I feel like this would be a kind of a natural talking point in this discussion at number nine. And um, these two have interacted on Austin's other show. Um, while it's not a podcast, it's more of a um, live action challenge show. And he's had her on the show there and there was some pretty good chemistry. So um, that is my number nine pick, Becky Lynch. Coming in at number eight, everybody's got a price for the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Um, a lot of interviews, subjects, Austin has had on his show are people who have some sort of connection to him. If you notice as Austin's manager, um, the million dollar man was actually Austin's manager for his WWF debut. And he was known as the ringmaster. The million dollar man kind of fits the bill for this show and being able to connect and talk through that on his podcast about what that was like. And Austin was the million dollar champion. DiBiase was only Austin's side for a little under five months but it's not exactly one thing, the only thing he's accomplished in his career. DiBiase is a second-generation wrestler and the son of Helen Hild and the adopted son of Iron Mike DiBiase. The latter uh, went on to pass away due to a heart attack uh, in the middle of a match, in the middle of the ring, actually. Um, that alone is a draw for a conversation topic. If you want to keep it a little lighter, Ted would eventually go on to be trained by the legendary Funk brothers, Terry and Dory Funk, and team with feuds... That would have feuds with the likes of the Freebirds, Ric Flair, Stan Hansen, the Junkyard Dog, Hacksaw Jim Duggan would make for some more fun stories in the territories in the industry. And believe me, that's all before he even became the million dollar man in the first place. So I believe because of his connection to Austin and the million dollar championship, he would make a solid number eight. Let's go to number seven. Number seven is Jake the Snake Roberts. I know what you're going to say, but think about this. If Chris Jericho can appear on the Broken Skull Sessions while working for AEW, why not Jake the Snake Roberts? I mean, besides, if you watch the preview video for the upcoming season of the new A&E series, uh, WWE's Most Wanted Treasures, do you know who you would actually see making an appearance? Jake Roberts. So one of the great um, promo guys in the history of the business and with one of the most incredible backstories to go with it, Roberts is someone who would have no short of tales to tell. You want happy? He's got stories about being one of the biggest stars in the WWF during the late 80s and early 90s. You want sad? Well, he's got a well-known history of addiction and tragic childhood filled with psychological and sexual abuse that he's had, uh, as he's been very open about in the past. So there's no connect. There is also a connection to Austin himself, as Roberts was the man that Austin defeated at King of the Ring in 1996. That really springboarded Austin into his Austin 316 era. Um, Jake's was a born again Christian at the time, and it led to the infamous Austin 316 promo that saved the WWF and changed the course of wrestling history forever. So you think Roberts would have an interesting point of view on that. I'd be interested to hear that story, and I would be interested to hear him and Austin kind of relive that moment a little bit and seeing what made him big. So that's a very solid number seven pick for my Broken Skull Sessions that never happened. Let's go to number six. Coming in at number six, we have to include Mike 
Tyson, one of the all-time boxing greats. I kind of went back and forth on this one. There's no doubt that Iron Mike has lived the equivalent of 20 lifetimes in his almost 55 years on Earth. Obviously, he um, also has a major connection to Steve's career being there on the night that Austin defeated Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14 to win his first WWF title. It would be nice to have a major celebrity um, kind of being a fan on the show as well. Um, just to change the pace a little bit. That way it's not all wrestlers, but it's people that have a perspective of wrestling. Where he could talk about this history as a fan, he could also you know, go into a lot of details about his involvement in WrestleMania 14. The problem with Mike Tyson is that he remains a lightning rod and controversy seems to follow this guy wherever he goes. So over the last year or so, we've all seen the stories and accusations that have come with the Me Too movement and reaching the world of wrestling also. So, so, so many wrestlers and wrestling personalities accused of some downright disgusting behavior ranging from plain creepy to completely illegal. Uh, well, in 1992, Tyson was convicted of rape and sentenced to prison. Nearly 30 years later, there was a lot of people who want him to have no place in the sport because of this history. So to make the entire thing even more flammable is the fact that Austin himself has been in trouble with the law for alleged physical incidents with women in his lives. So announcing Tyson as a guest, um, basically in the Broken Skull session, would create a ton of buzz. Unfortunately, not all that buzz would be very positive in a, in a positive light. So I don't know if the WWE Network would really pull the trigger on this one. But in the end, I've decided to include Tyson in this you know, list because not only because I'm downplaying his legal issues, I'm not doing that. Um, or anything that along those lines, but because I think that there is a lot to be said about second chances and people paying for their, you know, their wrongdoings in life. So he was sentenced to prison time. He served that time and he has been, you know, clean of that type of crime ever since. So the legal issues arrest um, ever since then. Yeah, but of tax and drug variety, not necessarily of the magnitude he went to prison for. So regardless, um, this would be an interesting take to get somebody that was not directly in wrestling, but kind of around the wrestling and sports entertainment area. And I think Tyson, you know, that's why he comes in here at number six. So just to, and again, I would like to hear that story about how he uh, intervened between the Shawn Michaels, Austin WrestleMania 14 take as well, and how they went about bringing him in. Let's go to number five. Breaking into our top five is going to be Eric Bischoff, the man who actually almost put the WWF out of business in the late 90s with his NWO creation and his WW, or excuse me, WCW um, creative control. Now, I understand that Austin may not want Bischoff um, you know, on the show. Um, he may just even want him to get hit by a bus, but there's still a lot of fun to think that we could be having these two on the same episode. If you don't talk about their history together, Bischoff has tons of material to use for an interview show like this, and he actually has his own podcast, and I've seen him on other podcasts as well. The main selling point would be, though, that Bischoff did fire Austin while he was running WCW, though, and he actually did tell you know, Austin, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. You, you wear black boots and plain black trunks and you're just kind of boring. And so, you know, I think it'd be a lot of fun to see Bischoff kind of squirm in his chair a little bit while he talks and kind of his reasoning behind that. 
and see how this kind of panned out between the two. Um, Cause he didn't think that Austin was marketable at all. And that you could, you know, got kind of guy that you could push to the top. And uh, you know, you can tell that um, history changed that course. And while Austin sits right across from the table from him, I'd like to see Bischoff kind of explain his actions and thoughts. And, um, you know, I even think you could see Bischoff. I think he's the kind of guy that say, would say, Hey, you know what? I was wrong, you know, and you know, I missed a big mark on there. And ultimately Stone Cold Steve Austin is what actually possibly some could argue put the WCW out of business. So along with a few other guys. So that's our number five. And that's why I think Bischoff would make an interesting interview for Austin. Coming in at number four would be Hawk Hogan. So Austin and Hogan have been teased for a while. Now I know, trust me, I know. Hawk Hogan is one of the biggest stars in the history of pro wrestling. Okay, we got to give that to him. Um, He would no doubt have countless stories to tell for his decades in the business. Then again, there's that other thing and his recent thing. Um, You know the thing. The other thing I love about Austin, though, is the interviews that he has no problem with tackling sensitive topics in these series. And if Hogan's going to be on an episode of the Broken Skull Sessions, I think Austin um, is going to ask him about the racist comments and um, Hogan made now in, you know, in that infamous uh, tape from back to, I believe it was 2012. So it would then be up to Hawk to be giving honest, you know, half truths or outright lie. So Austin would give him the platform to speak, but it would really be up to Hogan to decide if he's going to tell the truth, half truth or no truth. I just think it would make for some must-see programming um, to have Austin, you know, refuse to handle Hogan with kids' gloves and watch the Hawkster, you know, squirm in his chair a little bit. So um, I do think that, you know, it would make for some must-see TV at number four. Um, In addition to that, we could also get the answer of why um, Austin and Hogan and that match never, ever happened. So, you know, we did get, you know, Austin and Rock and Hogan Rock, but we just never got those two. So that's our strong number four. Cheers to that. Coming in at number three. I don't know if you could see this coming or not, but John Cena makes sense to me. Whether you've heard it all or not, Cena has lived up to be one of the most interesting and perhaps unlikely careers in wrestling history. One of wrestling's all-time biggest names. Um, He's now transitioning from a pro huge wrestling career into a Hollywood career. So you've certainly got the star power there. While Cena would have um, a Hogan moment where he's backed into a corner and has to discuss some of the major controversy from his career, he's someone who has shown himself to be very articulate and honest about anything sent his way. I also would love to see a Austin Cena kind of showdown and, you know, maybe they can discuss a little bit about what that match would have looked like. So much like the Hogan Austin type thing here at number three, I'd be interested to see what these two could put together. And I think Austin would, you know, kind of give John direct questions about what's going on. So that's coming in in my top three. Coming in at number two is one of the best in the world wrestlers that everybody would want to hear from after such a long absence and a failed ultimate fighting UFC run. And that is CM Punk. Tons of people are still holding out hope for a CM Punk in-ring return. 
You can count me as one of those people. With each passing month, though, it seems like it's less and less likely. Punk is going to be about, what, 43, 43, uh, 44 years old later this year and hasn't wrestled in over seven years. He continues to show signs of being unhappy with his post-wrestling life. And I guess you just never say never. You know, that tag comes into play here. But like I said, it's just becoming less and less likely that we'll ever see Punk return, at least in a WWE ring. Well, perhaps the next best thing would be to have him on an episode of the Broken Skull Sessions. So now you would have the Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, face-to-face with the best in the world, CM Punk. Both of these guys would make for an interesting face-to-face. And I really believe the obvious problem, though, is, one, just how honest WWE would allow Punk to be, or would they try to script him on this show? Is it an interview airing under their programming umbrella after all? Or would they be allowed to kind of go off the script a little bit? A lot of um, the shine in a punk appearance is dulled immediately if he can't be honest about why his career ended in the WWE. And I would love to see a real shoot interview. He did do a bit of an interview on um, uh, his buddy's podcast, um, Cole Cabana. Excuse me, I was trying to recall his name. Cole Cabana's podcast, he did have a you know pretty good shoot interview there but i would like to see the full story told on a national network here so what happened why he left the company how he views the current product that would be interesting to see and if there ever was going to be a vehicle for him to provide that honesty well this would be it can you just imagine what would happen if steve austin or wwe tweeted a teaser about punk being on this show it would be insane and it would probably trend number one in the world briefly for a little bit, just to say, wow, CM Punk back in the hot seat. And maybe we would get another version of the Pipe Bomb promo live on the Broken Skull session. So that's my strong number two. Coming in at number one. Come on. This is the episode. This is what everyone was waiting for. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the biggest celebrities in the world today. In the world of sports entertainment and in the world of Hollywood. Everything this guy does, he touches and it turns to gold and sold. One of wrestling's all-time greats, he has gone to dominant Hollywood, becoming one of the biggest and highest grossing movie stars ever. Like The Undertaker, The Rock is someone who could be brought back as a guest for another bout because there's just so much to talk about. You could have one episode on Rock and Austin's history together all by itself in the industry. And this would be a tough act to follow. But I've already seen people say that they should save The Rock for a series finale of the Broken Skull Sessions. These two have chemistry. They have history. They would be just great on this show together being able to relive old times. Because you're not going to be able to top that with anything else. I'm in partial agreement with that. It would be tough to go from The Rock to say somebody like JBL, um, that would be the next guest. But I do feel these two have so much chemistry together and with the stories that could be told that these two definitely would um, give a must-see TV and it would probably be the highest ratings draw because of how popular The Rock is outside of the WWE wrestling realm. Well, guys, that's my top 10 list. Let us know what you think here on Tap Out Talk. You guys can comment or message me down below. And um, I feel like it's a solid top 10 in any order that you would rank them 
but I feel like you definitely would have these 10 guys who have never been on the series, and I'd be watching and interested to see what they have to say. And with that, thank you for watching. As always, like, share, and subscribe. And it's not just see you later. It's game over. Put your keys to the